So what is up, guys? I first want to start this episode off with the biggest, most sincere apology for the delay. Uh, Just due to the holidays and Black Friday craziness and just a lot going on in the month of November, I completely did not uh, get the opportunity to kind of sit down and do any episodes. So we missed out on a lot. And I promise you that, you know, I'm going to make sure that that never happens again. We almost missed about four or five weeks of recording. So I just want to start this particular episode off with my sincerest apologies. And, you know, I'm sorry to keep you guys waiting. But with that being said, you know, let's dive right into our movie news. But before we get to the movie news, let's go ahead and recap some of the things that have happened in the past few weeks that I've missed out on. So although this is a movie review and movie guide podcast, I can't help but to just kind of cover some just real life news. And basically, we've got a new president during the time uh, between episode three and four as well as we got a Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight uh, that happened, which uh, it was pretty, pretty interesting, (laughs) to say the least. A lot of people made a lot of jokes about basically two uncles fighting in the backyard and a lot of old men jokes, things like that. So that was interesting. And, you know, between that and there was a a young Jeezy and Gucci Mane uh, versus battle. And I know we don't talk about music that often, but I think that was a big deal. And, you know, that was something that also kind of happened during during our break of recording. So I wanted to just kind of go over some of that stuff. Those are some pretty, pretty interesting things. None to say the least, especially, like I said, Joe Biden actually, uh, taking the presidency. So that will happen in January, but I kind of just wanted to touch on that because I did kind of urge everybody to kind of go out and put your vote in on the last episode. So just wanted to to kind of recap that in the last few weeks. Also, Black Friday happened, which Black Friday is one of my favorite, favorite things to look forward to. So Hopefully, with with everything going on, things will be a lot different next year. I know things were super weird this year. A lot of stores did their Black Friday um, and expanded it. So it was a lot of Black Friday deals available throughout the entire week. So it actually made the actual Black Friday day, um, that shopping experience, kind of blah. Or I guess some people would say it was good because there was not that many uh shopper goers out um i think because a lot of shoppers did a lot of online shopping and a lot of deals were available earlier in the week but i promise you for next year hopefully things will be back to the to normal i don't do thanksgiving simply because usually on black friday which traditionally starts thanksgiving eve i mean thanksgiving night i'm usually out standing in a line trying to you know get a deal from, you know, one of the the better, you know, depending on what stores having deals, I'm usually out there standing in the line trying to trying to come up on some good deals. But this year, again, it was just really weird, really different and strange. But so that was the recap. And now let's actually get into the movie news. So our very first bit of movie news, which is I don't know if this is wonderful news or if this is showing just such a change in the times, just with everything going on, the closing of a lot of theaters and a lot of cities. But top of the top of the episode news will be Wonder Woman 84 is going to debut on HBO Max on December the 25th, Christmas. That's right. Like. It's advertising as in theaters on Christmas, but a lot of us, again, like where I'm at, 
theaters are not open and they're not available to go to. So Wonder Woman is going to debut on HBO Max. Now, to me, this is definitely showing a changing of the times. And I'm just really curious as to how a lot of the major blockbusters are going to be, you know, going and doing their releases and how that process is going to work now. I mean, I can't imagine spending a couple of hundred millions of dollars, you know, from a studio creating a couple of blockbuster hits that would normally release in the summertime or, you know, prime release dates. And, you know, they go to theaters, they gross a couple of hundreds of millions of dollars over a weekend and they're making that money back. But with these movies, movies like this, especially our superhero movies, some of our bigger, higher, higher budgeted films, I'm just curious how they're going to be making, you know, those hundred million dollar weekends and how they're going to be recouping. And I guess we're going to see how that's going to play out. But I just wanted to give that to you guys like right off the bat. So with our Wonder Woman news out the way, let's stay on new. So I'm going to just kind of run through right now what's new. Some of this stuff may have come out within the last maybe week or so, maybe even the last couple of weeks. But I feel like since we were we were not recording, I need to give you guys some of this updated information. So please excuse me if I'm I'm commenting or bringing up a title that may have been released in late November or mid-November, and I just didn't get to it, but I felt that it was important to still categorize it as new. So first off, I'm going to start with Netflix. And new to Netflix within, uh, like I said, the past couple of weeks is, oh, shit. So this was so noteworthy to comment on. So the, the Chappelle show started on, they started streaming it on, Netflix and HBO Max. And the craziest shit ever is that Dave Chappelle actually dropped a special. It's about 18 to 20 minutes long on his Instagram. And I love the Chappelle show. So when it first started showing up on Netflix, I was like, holy shit, we get Chappelle show. You get all the seasons. So I started why I would watch it before I would go to sleep just to get some laughs and <laughs> I love Chappelle show, <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, but so it was on HP, uh, Netflix for a few nights and then all of a sudden it wasn't like, I just couldn't find it. Didn't know where, like just looking for it. When you search Dave Chappelle, you would get all his standups. You would get the, uh, the episode of him on the David Letterman show. Um, my guest needs no introduction. And I was just like, what the fuck happened to the Chappelle show? So in his special on Instagram, you can go watch it now. Just David Chappelle on IG and you can watch the special. It's the most recent one. I think it actually dropped November the 24th and it actually kind of goes through and he explains what happened with the whole Netflix Comedy Central HBO thing. But needless to say, Netflix does not have that available anymore. So it was new to Netflix, and I, I think it stayed up for maybe a week, maybe a week, and then it was down. It was it was offline. You couldn't get it. It is still streaming on HBO Max, um, but that was just really noteworthy because it was just such a quick turnaround on, you know, having a special or having, you know, a, a show available and then all of a sudden not having a show available. And it just was so weird and how it happened. And just again, just the 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 time period of it going so quick, coming up, popping up one day and then coming down the next. It was just really quick, really weird. So he explains all that information. So if you go over to his IG, check out that special. Um, so the Chappelle show was actually top of my list, but because of that happening. And then once you check out the special, you'll kind of see what's going on. You'll get a, get a lot clearer picture and understanding of, of that situation. So I'd urge you to check the special out because it gives you a lot of background information and just kind of has a little message in there too. So, but again, sticking to Netflix, some of the newer things were live revolutions. Now this is a eight episode French series, 
And I started this series, and it's pretty damn interesting because it takes place like during the French Revolution. So you get that old, super old French, uh, like that that old Renaissance period. But it's got a big twist on it where they're dealing with the undead. So it makes it very interesting. So you get some pretty, pretty hyped up action sequences, some really good action scenes and just some crazy shit that you've never seen in that time period. And no, I'm not talking Pride and Prejudice versus Zombies. It's nothing like that, but it is very interesting just to kind of see the mixture of the undead and that whole storytelling aspect with that time period. So I think that's very good. Again, it's beautifully shot, looks amazing, and I would please urge you guys to check that out. Next, we've got The Trial of the Chicago 7, which takes place in 1968. It's uh, This has a star-studded cast. Um, Trial of the Chicago 7 is like two hours, 10 minutes long. It's directed by Aaron Sorkin. I know you guys know who he is. I mean, he's given us some grade A shit over the years. But the Chicago 7 has Eddie Redmayne, Sasha Baron Cohen. It's got Michael Keaton, Joseph Gordon-Levitz, John Carroll Lynch. I mean, the cast is amazing, and it's a really good film, and it just kind of documents what happened with these particular individuals during that time period of the, uh, it actually is about, takes place from, like, there was a, there was a riot during the Democratic uh, National Convention in 1968, where basically 10,000 protesters faced off against about 23,000 police and National Guard, and it just, like, chaos ensued. And during that, they actually pinned about eight different, you know, individuals, which were all leaders from different, you know, Cities. Uh, some of them were Chicago natives, but they basically were all like charged with like conspiracy and inciting a riot, and just a just a the list of charges just to kind of rack up on these guys to try to get them out of the way. And this was you know a city officials just trying to do their due diligence of of getting some of these huge political leaders just under wraps and and silencing them. And I just think that it's a really, really interesting film. And I I would check that out. Super good. Also new is Emily in Paris. Now, I've heard a lot of people talking about this show. This is this is interesting show. It's uh, it's new. It actually came out. I think it dropped in either October, November. But Emily in Paris is a really, really cool show. Kind of reminds me a little bit about like the devil wears Prada, but it's a little more lighthearted and it's just about a, a a girl who's in a relationship currently in the first episode. And then she kind of goes off to Paris with her job for her job, gets a new position and she's just got to kind of make her way overseas, you know, in a whole new culture, new city, and it is really, like I said, it's a it's a pretty good watch. It's lighthearted. It's kind of funny. And, of course, you know, if you're paying attention, like, the fashion and the things that she's wearing. I mean, it's a really, really cool, dope little lighthearted comedy. Um, also, Kevin Hart dropped a new comedy stand-up. And it was called Zero Fucks Given. And, basically, it looks like he, he kind of shoots this thing in his house, which it, when you watch it, you're going to be like, holy shit, that's his house. Super dope atmosphere. Um, he's actually got a live audience in there. Of course, everybody's social distancing, spaced apart, nice and nice and neat. But that was pretty funny. And it was okay. It was pretty cool. Uh, also new to Netflix was Rust Creek. I started this. This was a movie. 
And it's basically one of those, you know, a teenage girl or any kind of, it's about a teenage girl, but it's one of those lost in the woods type of thrillers where she's trying to go visit her family and kind of gets turned around in this backwoods country element. And she, you know, I'm not going to ruin anything or no spoilers about it, but it was an interesting watch. Um, She comes across two individuals who claim to be brothers and it like that's where the the movie starts like it starts rolling from there and then you know you just got to check it out but it's it's almost like a deliverance mixed with you know like a, a teenage thriller so it's pretty pretty cool pretty good to watch and i think that will sum up what's brand new at netflix now we'll come back to netflix again for our bingeable segment but that's what's new at netflix so we'll move on to hulu so brand new to hulu uh we've actually got another vod this was actually supposed to come to the movies this is happiest season and it's like a holiday film and it basically stars kristen stewart mackenzie davis daniel levy I love Daniel Levy and Schmidt's Creek. Schitt's Creek is so fucking hilarious. That's actually on Netflix now, but it's got Clear Duvall, Aubrey Plaza. It's got Mary Steinbriggen. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, but it, it's actually got a nice, nice full cast of a lot of familiar faces. Um, and, and Happiest Season is, again, one of those straight to straight to streaming movies but this was supposed to be in theaters so i I have to note that and this just dropped like a couple of days ago so that's new to hulu but also noteworthy on hulu which to me was new was the christmas carol 2019 version this i checked out and it was so good it's starring Guy Pierce as Ebenezer Scrooge, but it's got uh, it's got Andy Serkis as the Ghost of Christmas Past, and it is really an interesting telling of the Charles Dickens Christmas Carol. Like this is not your normal typical uh, Christmas Carol that we've seen, <laughs> whether it's the uh, the one with uh, Jim Carrey voicing or the Mickey Mouse version, but I mean, it's really dark. It's almost like I I could see this one have been rated R. They could have pushed the envelope a little bit more and actually made this rated R, but it just is a really interesting telling. You get a lot of dark, twisted shit going on in this one, a lot of backstory that we've never thought of before to be incorporated in the Christmas Carol so I must say, like, please, please go check that one out. And that's going to kind of wrap up Hulu as far as just for this particular episode on what's new. But also noteworthy to bring up is the new mutants dropped like VOD. So I had to check that out. Of course, we've all been waiting for some sort of a Marvel film this year and the New Mutants was a really interesting watch. It was rated R, I believe. And, of course, it's got Anna Taylor-Joy starring in it. And it was just a really, really surprising, like, watch because I, I didn't expect it to drop. I wasn't looking for it. I, I mean, I, of course, was looking for it, but I didn't expect it. I just think I just popped up at the voodoo and i was like holy shit the new mutants is available so ran out got it on red box and checked it out and was not let down although i was kind of glad i did rent it it was still really good i mean i didn't purchase it but i did like i said I, i rented it but anna taylor joy is magic Maisie Williams is Rain Sinclair, and we all know that's uh, Wolfsbane. And Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things is Sam, and Henry Zaga is Sunspot. So it is it is 
a really good intro to the new mutants. Oh, and Blue Hunt plays Danielle Moon. Uh, I forget her. I forget her actual mutant name, but yeah. So you got you've got the five new mutants, and like I said, it is a really cool, interesting uh, watch. But I, I advise you to check it out. And I'm sorry for just running through those casts like that, but. Basically, if you don't know, which I'm sure you guys know by listening to me, you know who some of these people are. But for those of you who've been under a rock, Macy Williams is Arya Stark and uh, Heaton is Jonathan Byers, who's like Will Byers brother is uh, um, Winona Ryder's son in Stranger Things. So, again, like I said, um new mutants super super awesome and it is not rated r it's rated pg-13 but it is the first installment from the merger between fox and disney so this was one of the first films that they released i know they had already had it in the can they had it ready for release actually last year and because of the Fox Disney merger, it was just like a big deal about like getting some things reshot and reshooting some stuff. And so that's what they did. They put that together. So, but again, like I said, New Mutants, super, super cool. And I definitely recommend it as a watch just to kind of see what direction they're headed with the new merger uh, since that's taken place. So in keeping with the um superhero movie theme and just talking about the new mutants i must let you guys know it's damn near like breaking news that disney kevin feige just announced marvel's phase five i mean phase four i'm sorry and in that he comments on all things marvel and everything that's like coming up so i just want to take this time to actually just give you guys what Kevin Feige kind of introduced. And again, like I said, this is breaking news. This shit just dropped like maybe 12, 13 hours ago. And so basically he runs down um, what Marvel's phase four is looking like. And they have a shit ton of things coming down the line. Um, Starting off with some of the TV, well, the Disney plus series that are going to be on Disney plus, I'm not sure how they're going to do it, if they're going to drop like weekly or if they're just going to drop, you know, one whole season at a time. But they've announced the WandaVision, which looks amazing. It looks like it jumps from different time periods. It almost starts with like the black and white Leave it to Beaver look. Then it goes to like the slightly techno color uh, Brady Bunch look. And then it jumps to like a... Uh, married with children look and it and it just looks looks like it just touches on a bunch of different tv show family gear time periods and it just looks really good uh so wandavision starts january 15 2021 they also announced the falcon and winter soldier which is going to come out i believe like march sometime 2021 and the falcon soldier the falcon and winter soldier looks like it actually takes place and picks up exactly where in gang leaves us with uh sam and bucky um with sam having that conversation with cap and him giving him the shield and then it just kind of picks up from there also kevin feige announced loki which is going to start May 2021, I believe, and then Loki, same deal. When they were doing the time jump thing, time travel stuff at the end of Endgame, that you see Loki, he gets the space Tesseract, and he kind of vanishes. And Loki, the series, will pick up exactly where that leaves off. They also announced the Miss Marvel. Now, Miss Marvel is brand new um, Pakistani hero and it looks really cool i'm not too familiar with miss marvel so it's going to be interesting to see looks like they've got a uh, a few new upcomings with the uh the actresses and again because it's so much shit that kevin feige announced i'm not going to get into each and every 
show as far as their cast and the directors and things like that. But I will be pointing out some very critical areas or things that I just felt were highlights. Like, again, so Miss Marvel's going to be new. They said it's going to be a new, like, Pakistani cultural type of uh, introduction just to something different, something that we've never seen before uh, in the superhero genre. Also, they introduced Hawkeye, and it looks like they're going to have almost the, um, it's not going to be his daughter, but it's going to be, I think her name is Kate Bishop, and she's like a, a female archer, and that looks super cool. They said that was going to be late next year. They also introduced, oh my God, and this is what I cannot wait for, She-Hulk, and it looks like it's going to be a, a courtroom periodical where you're going to get like some courtroom drama as well as some um, street action and, and just things that are happening outside of the legal system. And maybe, and they also announced that, that Timothy Roth is coming back to reprise his role as abomination. Mark Ruffalo will be debuting in some of these episodes as the Hulk. And it just, it just sounds really awesome. Sounds really good. Uh, they also talked about Moon Knight and Ironheart, which those I'm not too familiar with, but it, I think the Moon Knight is more of like touching on a hero that's got uh, multiple personality disorders. So that is going to be super duper interesting. And they announced the Secret Invasion, which picks up right at the end of Captain Marvel with Samuel L. Jackson's character and Ben Middleson's character as one of the scrolls. And to me, it really sounds familiar. It sounds like um, the Secret Wars. So it's Secret Invasion. That's going to be, be debuting. They didn't give us a date on that. Also, they have Armor Wars coming, which is going to be uh, Don Cheadle playing, of course, War Machine. And this they, they announced as... Armor Wars is Tony Stark's nightmare when he explains as far as being able to develop an iron suit that could encompass the whole globe. I think this is his worst fear. So Iron Wars is going to be coming. They didn't give us a date on that, but it just sounds like some really super top notch series coming out on Disney Plus and the Marvel and the MCU. And I mean, it looks like they pulled no punches on the budgets. When you see the trailer to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, action scenes look awesome. Even Loki, action scenes look amazing. So it looks like it's really, really going to be something really cool to watch. And then as well as Kevin Feige also debuted and talked about some of the new up-and-coming films that are coming down the line. So he started off with Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness which is going to be coming and again so in watching kevin feige's announcement what i drew to the conclusion of is that <laughs> because i feel like disney is one of the corporations that do run the world they know something that we don't know so a lot of these marvel movies have 2021 debut dates um I'm assuming that they know, again, something that's going on, a little peek behind the curtain. They're anticipating on theaters being open. Like some of these movies, you already know Marvel movies usually cannot get shot for less than $100 million. So they've got a ton of movies coming out 2021. They've got a 2022 slate. And I just don't see them, you know, ready and willing to debut this footage, debut these movies without looking to get their return. So Kevin Feige talked about Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, which is going to be coming sometime in March, like the end of March, like March 25th, 2022. Um, Doctor Strange is going to be directed by Sam Raimi. You guys know who that is. He directed some Spider-Man movies, the originals. Um... Also, he talked about, oh, speaking of Spider-Man, so they talked about Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 is going to be coming out 
December 2021. So next year, around this time, we're going to be getting Spider-Man 3. And some of the images have already been shown. Uh, Marvel, I believe it's Marvel Comics on Instagram. They've already kind of debuted the Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland images, all three of the Spider-Mans together. They've been showing them in the suits, out of the suits, in the lab. So look for that. I feel like that's going to tie directly in with the multiverse from Doctor Strange. They also talked about Black Widow coming like May 2021. Then Sang-Chi coming July, like the Legend of the Ten Rings. We're getting that in July 2021. They talked about Captain Marvel 2. And I think Captain Marvel 2, The Eternals. I'm not sure which is coming. I'll have to like double check for you guys. I'll definitely have that in the corrections. But I believe The Eternals is coming in November 2021, November the 5th. And... Then they also brought up Thor, the new Thor, Love and, Love and Thunder, I believe, is the title. That's going to be coming 2022. That's going to be May 2022, and that's also going to have same characters from Ragnarok, Tessa Thompson. We've got, um, of course, Chris Hemsworth, and they're actually going to be bringing back the Jane character. So that's going to be interesting to see. And again, that's May 6, 2022. And also just like delivering the news to us, Christian Bale is going to be the fucking villain. So that is, I believe he's playing the God butcher. So it's like I said, like Marvel's got this shit sewed up and I just feel like they know something that we don't. And they're just ready to, to like get this shit done and get movie theaters back to, to, to normal. So I think that that will happen. Also, it's just so much. So just bear with me. Um, Disney plus is going to debut Marvel's first animated series in the MCU that actually kind of ties in and it's called what if, and it looks like in what if, like I said, first animated series, they're actually debuting a lot of real actors from the MCU and having them actually play out their role in the animated series. The snippets that I saw, it looks like they're just switching a lot of the roles. So basically you'll see star Lord, but then when the mask is is unveiled, it's T'Challa. So you got the Black Panther as being, you know, switched out and he's playing Star-Lord. So his circumstances is, you know, Yondo meets him as a kid and things progress from there. So no more Peter Quill. It's actually T'Challa. And it looks like the other snippet they showed was instead of Steve Rogers, it's actually going to be Agent Carter. So she's actually going to become and take on the mantle of it's not even Captain America. When they show her, they debut her. She's donning the Britain flag on the shield. So that's going to again, what if series is going to be really, really interesting. He also dropped a bombshell and explained that they will not be recasting the Black Panther role. You know, he he bigged up Chad with Bozeman. He talked a lot about, you know, just personal connection and things like that. And I think with all that said and all due respect, you know, Kevin Feige and Bob Iger, they're just comfortable not recasting that particular role. But they are going forward with the Black Panther um, movies. So it looks like Ryan Coogler is back in the saddle again as the director of Black Panther 2 which they said was going to be coming out sometime in July 2022. So look for that maybe two years from now. Also, they brought up Blade. Blade, they're going to be debuting Blade with Marshala Ali. He's going to be taking that role. So no, sorry, guys, no more Wesley Snipes. Uh, but Blade's going to be coming out. They didn't give a date on Blade, and they did not give a date for Ant-Man and the Wasp the quantum mania. So that those two, no dates given, but 
just with hearing the information, just knowing what's in the can, knowing what's about to come. I mean, I am not, you know, in no way, shape or form, like not trusting what's going on over there at Disney and Marvel. I mean, I think that Kevin Feige's definitely got a handle on things. He's definitely knowing, you know, the direction they want to go and and how they want to pursue that. They're so true to a lot of the canon. And even when they do take their liberties, those liberties are expressed in, a, in an amazing way. I don't think, I, and, it, and it was another thing that I did notice. So watching the announcement and them speaking about, especially like Miss Marvel, oh, and Captain Marvel. So we're getting Captain Marvel too. Like I said, I think I already brought that up. But yeah, so just in talking about that, I saw and I noticed that what Disney likes to do is they will hire multiple directors for a particular, whether it's a series or a movie. Some directors, they definitely just kind of, you know, give them full reign. Of course, you know, like with Thor, they're going to let Taika Waititi do his thing. Um, With Doctor Strange, Sam Raimi. We know what's going on, dude. Like, you got it. Like, you don't need any any type of second opinion. But when it comes to something like Miss Marvel, which, again, is just like a Pakistani family story told, they've got four directors, you know. And so that to me, just and it looks like all four of those directors are of Pakistani descent. So it looks to me like they're staying true to the the, the tr- to to the ethnicity they're staying true to those cultures so they want multiple uh opinions and perspectives and it just looks like marvel is shaping up really actually they're they're adding a lot of color and it's 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 good to see that you know a lot of these stories are being told by the people that walk in these shoes so man i'm just super duper excited about what Disney and Marvel's got planned for us. And I just want to make sure I'm not leaving anything out. Um, I feel like I am. I feel like there was, oh, oh, oh. So in Ant-Man and the Wasp and the Quantum Mania, we are getting Jonathan Majors. And I'm so like hooked on this guy. Like after seeing him in Lovecraft Country, I am a huge fan. So Jonathan Majors is actually going to be playing the villain in Ant-Man and the Wasp. He's going to be Kane the Conqueror. So I'm really, really looking forward to seeing Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then they did also announce that the Fantastic Four is going to be coming soon. Uh, I believe the Fantastic Four is going to be directed by... John Watts. So we're going to get the Fantastic Four. And like I said, they just have a ton of shit over at Marvel that they're working on. And I could not be more excited. So honestly, it's not much to be said after after all that Disney news, Disney Marvel news. So I'm going to like just kind of wrap things up. And just let you guys know what's going on as far as I'm going to kind of merge my bingeables and classic segment kind of together. And I'm just going to run through the services and let you guys know what's out. Of course, again, like always, I love that for some of the streaming services like Hulu and Amazon, um, they actually give you those holiday hubs. So you can go directly to that particular holiday and just scroll straight through it. You're going to see everything that's available. Um, But since we're coming off of Disney, I will say that Disney is one of my more favorite family uh, kid friendly hubs because you've got Disney's actually got all the home alones, even though I'd only count one and two. Uh, they've got the Home Alones. They've actually got the Jim Carrey with the uh, the Christmas Carol Jim Carrey voiceover. And they've got just a lot of good holiday specials. Oh, speaking on holiday specials. So next year, we are actually going to get Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which is fucking crazy. And oh, 
another huge bit of news. So with Guardians of the Galaxy, they've announced that James Gunn is returning as the director, which I am elated to hear because, you know, it was a little bit of bullshit going on uh, with him and some tweets that were given and I mean, that were put out a while back. And I know he got kind of booted from dealing, working with Disney and it was a whole big deal and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was on hold and it was just a lot of shit going on with that particular with that particular movie and those particular characters and we just really wasn't sure what was going on but it does look like James Gunn is back he's back working with Disney they're going to give us Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in 2023 but meanwhile I'm sure I think it's like next year they're going to actually have a Guardians in the Galaxy holiday special. So that was just super, super exciting to hear because, like I said, James Gunn has not failed us with the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movie movies. I mean, he's really done a hell of a job uh, incorporating the music, story, just the development of Peter Quill, Drax, Mantis, uh, and uh, man, I can't wait to see what's going to happen with Gamora not being there. I know that they kind of teased a little bit about Thor kind of hanging out with them. So it's going to be really interesting to see. And then also I left out just kind of piggybacking off of that. They've got the I am Groot shorts. So they're going to have some little short films um on disney plus just about the i am groot i think it's the baby groot character and just he's gonna meet some different people you know they said in those particular episodes or shorts and it's gonna be really cool just to kind of see a little bit of side side tracking humor with the i am groot series so that's gonna definitely be interesting to see but like i said it, it's each each streaming service has their own special way of kind of categorizing the holiday specials but i'm gonna run through a few real quick and again i'm gonna let you guys know whether you know this stuff is bingeable or if it's a, just a single movie things like that so i'll start with netflix always um they got the dash and lily series now this is super pg uh, it looks really cute, uh, definitely kid-friendly or teenage, adolescent-friendly. Um, I believe Dash and Lily is six episodes, six to eight episodes, um, and it just it just looks really good. It's like a really cute little series. You hear the Mariah Carey Christmas. It's actually eight episodes. It's, you hear the Mariah Carey uh, Christmas theme music in the back. Everybody knows uh, when, when Mariah Carey's singing, you know, we're getting PG or PG-13, so, but it looks really cute, looks interesting, two teenagers, and they're kind of, like, wanting to meet each other, and, and they meet each other kind of through, um, like, actually getting a book, and so it's a diary type of thing, and, and Lily gets the book first, I believe, and she writes in it, and she puts it back on the shelf. So then Dash picks it up, kind of reads her entry. And then, you know, and then they begin to lay clues for each other just so they can kind of meet. So it just looks like a little cute series that that Netflix has given to us. So definitely super kid friendly, super PG and just something wholehearted, nice, lighthearted for for the family kids, if, if that's what you're into. But then they got Holiday which looks really, well, I don't know. It's not my, I'm not really a cheesy holiday movie type of person. I love my holiday films when it comes to Christmas. I've got a short list. I've got Elf, I've got A Christmas Story, and I've got National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, Home Alone is in there. Gremlins is in there. But again, like I said, I'm a, I'm a classic guy. So some of these new movies just kind of do look cheesy to me. But I mean, I'm not knocking any of that. You know, if, if you like watching, you know, a new Christmas holiday movie each year, something new, then shoot it. Like, that's all good. Like, that's fine. Like, knock yourself out. So they got Holiday. There's also another one on Netflix called A Christmas, A New York Christmas Wedding. And that actually, to me, looks kind of interesting. It's rated R. 
it deals with uh, some angels, some time travel, a little jumping around, a little magic. So I'm definitely down for that. So I'm going to check that one out and I'll, I'll let you guys know about it. But that looks really, really interesting. And then outside of that, that's kind of, oh, and I know that Netflix has definitely brought back the Christmas Chronicles, I believe part two. And that was the one where Christmas Chronicle one had Kurt Russell in it. They were riding around in the red challenger. He was looking for the reindeer and now they're back with part two. And I believe the little boy from part one, he's, you know, kind of like an adolescent now he's like a teenager. And, you know, he's, it's, it's really more of them to show off the fucking special effects and those stupid looking elves. But again, for kids, Hey, this is, this is just one of those new Christmas movies. Um, moving to Hulu, as far as Christmas shit goes, Hulu's got the happiest holiday. And I'm not sure if I brought that up earlier, but the happiest holiday was actually supposed to debut in theaters. It's got Christian Stewart and Kate Marr. Um, looks, looks pretty cool. It's, it does have like a, I, I think I definitely talked about this and it's got the, the cast. It's got the gentleman from, uh, Shit's Creek, so I won't even, I'll actually skip it, but Happiest Holiday is on Hulu. Um, also, so now let me jump to HBO. So HBO, not going to talk about any holiday stuff from HBO. What I will talk about from HBO, though, I just finished it, is The Undoing. God damn it. And that's all I'm going to say about The Undoing. Um, you get Hugh Grant, Nicole Kidman, Donald Sutherland, and you are talking about a fucking acting clinic. These actors put on a show, and this is the shit I'm talking about. Like, just just grade A acting, um, the environment, the backdrop is New York City. Man, I loved every bit of this series. Uh, Six-episode series. And that's on HBO. That actually just concluded um, last week or maybe two weeks ago. But please check it out. The Undoing. I won't give any spoilers away, but that is HBO's, I think, like top choice as far as something to watch on HBO. Outside of the Fresh Prince, I believe the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion has dropped. Uh, they also still have the Charm City Kings over there. And um, I would say that's about it as far as new stuff. I will definitely be getting into HBO a lot more on the next episode because Mark Ruffalo has a series on HBO. And I'm just now getting started in it. And super duper interesting. Just deep and I'm just checking it out. I'm only into a couple of episodes, so I won't really go too much into it, but we'll talk about that next episode. So, I mean, really, that's it for HBO. Um, I'm going to go to Amazon. So, in Amazon, again, like, I went through the Amazon Holiday Hub, and it's just really blah. It's super mediocre, uh, nothing really stood out. I will say the, the one thing that stood out the most to me, and I'm definitely going back and watch because I must have been to you guys. I've never seen this shit. I've seen clips of it in other movies, but it's a wonderful life. I've never seen it before. So sue me. I'm going to check out It's a Wonderful Life. Now, they do have it in black and white as well as in color. So I'm not sure. I think I'm going to watch the color version. So I'm going to check that out and I will definitely, you know, see what that's about. It's a super classic. So, you know, that goes up there with, with like A Christmas Carol or Miracle on 34th Street. So. I'm going to definitely check that out and just, just to kind of put that in as a notch on the belt. But again, I mean, honestly, the breaking news with Marvel kind of took precedent over the show this particular episode. But I mean, nonetheless, we were not shorted on news, information, 
and just everything that's going on. Oh, shit. So I skipped on Disney Plus because I got so excited with the MCU stuff. So Disney Plus, uh, The Mandalorian Season 2 is out right now. I believe that's eight episodes. And again, like, man, Disney is not missing a fucking beat. Like, coronavirus where? Like, these motherfuckers over there at the Disney Studios are just on it and actually they made an announcement so next episode i'll actually have a lot of that some more disney news and i'll let you guys know what's going on because they have a ton of shows coming out i know they touched on indiana jones and just some other things that they've got in the pipeline ready to come out but you know again i i just want to apologize to you guys for just the such a hiatus between the episodes and I'm just glad I was able to get this one out to you guys as soon as possible, especially with all that Disney news dropping and MCU shit. Like I just felt it was, it was imperative to make sure that, you know, I got you guys this news and, and, you know, just, just, Hey, just start it back up everything. So again, just bear with me. Um, I'm going to try to keep you guys a lot more informed. That way we don't go too long in between episodes. I mean, because with the holidays, it is so much shit to cover with Christmas movies and just holiday movies. And now that we're doing this whole VOD, like straight to TV with the movies and things, but I, that's one thing. So I don't think that Marvel is going to be fucking around with, you know, this is going to be streaming on HBO Max or this is going to be streaming, blah, blah, blah. 2021, they know that it seems that they know that theaters will be open. So I look forward to it and I look forward to talking to you guys next episode. And I hope you enjoyed this one and you guys just just stay safe out there. Or on the other hand, I would say stay dangerous, you know, make sure you guys are protecting yourselves, protecting your family, things like that. But yeah, besides that, not to, not to go too deep, but just, just, you know, wear your mask, do what you're supposed to do, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, with everything going on, like you guys kind of need me right now. Like it's so much shit out. You guys need to know what's going on, what's on TV, what to check out between all the services and things like that. So I'm going to be your helping hand. I'm going to be your shortcut cut. So Sorry for some of the, the, the slurred language, super fucked up, but you know, Hey, it's all good. We're getting this shit done. And I just want to, you know, again, tell you guys, thank you for sitting through and I hope you guys enjoy some of the, uh, things that we talked about and you guys listened to me about, and I just, I just rambled on, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. And check out that shit, and I will check you guys out next episode. Thanks for listening.